Good evening, Clipper Nation. It's me, William, the Opinion Update. And I am positive Chuck Bockler. We're coming at you from Locked On Clippers, part of the Locked On NBA Network. Uh, we're bringing the Clippers news to you five days a week. You love it. Not five times this week. Yeah. Uh, we- I got to I gotta asterisk this one because... There will be no episode Thursday or Friday. Yeah. We got holiday stuff. I We got plans. You, you dudes are going to Vegas. So anyways... It's going to be a good time. Sorry about that. Sorry to start things off on a sad note, but we still got a heck of a show lined up for you today. Uh, we're going to kick things off with a preview of tonight's action against the Mavericks. Um, looking forward to that one. Luke is playing out of his oh, mind. Yeah, it's going to be a tough uh, one. Seems like it'll be a good challenge for the team. And then we, some of y'all sent in some questions in case you're unaware. If this is your first time listening to the show, every single Tuesday we do a Twitter Tuesday where it's like our mailbag episode. We take questions from users on Twitter. At any time of the week, you can send those questions to at Locked on Clips, at Will Updike, at Charles Mockler. It doesn't even necessarily have to be on Tuesday. Could be any time. If we like the question, could get featured on the show. <laughs> you play, you win. You don't get paid, no. but you get to be on the show. Uh, and then we have a little bit of shavings for you, possibly, if we have time. We'll see so if we get to it. That's just kind of our roundup of everything else going on in Clipperland. So uh, let's get into it. Yeah, so the uh, Clippers are in Dallas. First night of a back-to-back. Hey. Kawhi, not on the injury report, so he's playing. Only person that out is Shamit. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about him later. But this is a... Clash of the Titans right now is what it feels like. Yeah. Dallas is absolutely killing it. Uh, they're only a game below us. They're at 11 and 5. Mm-hmm. Luca's averaging 30, 10, and 10. Mm-hmm. His last four games, he's had 42, 11, and 12, 35, 10, and 11, 37, and 14, and 41, 6, and 10. So Whew. he's playing well. We just closed out a fantastic undefeated home stretch. Yes, for we five did. games. This uh, is a big game. This is a really... I'm excited. This is a really big game. I feel like we've been talking a lot about these really like 180 type games where it's like, it's huge that we win or like it would be crushing that we lose. Yeah. And this definitely falls into that category for me. It's such a great test right now. Um, yeah. So l- l- let's get into what we need to do well. Uh, obviously, number one is contain Luka Doncic. Yes. Um, how I'm we, assuming. How do we, uh, do we see Pat Bev on him if he like in the on-ball role? Yeah, but I th- maybe Mo. Yeah, they do like using Mo on guards, but then either Paul George probably guards Chris Taps then. Um, I'm fine with that, right? Or yeah, if if the if Mo is the look at. At, at Luca, uh, there's but some interesting. Is, I don't know. There's some interesting things uh, about about this Dallas team. Namely, you know, I haven't watched a whole lot of uh, Mavs basketball outside of highlights, but they're kind of a deceptively deep team. They have like yeah. a bunch of they have a bunch of different tools. So I, you know, we're gonna need to play well on everybody. Really, um, do you think? What do you got? Doc said that we wouldn't see like Paul George and Kawhi on the main guys. Yeah, very much. Do you think to the game against the Mavs was maybe an exception? No, because Dodge is playing so well right now. No, I think he sticks to it. Yeah, I think if we haven't seen him on on larger defensive assignments thus far, like through the last two games, 
I don't know why, unless one of the guys expressed a, a strong desire to want to guard. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, Which was probably Pat Bev, if anybody. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, not that the other guys aren't up for the challenge, just if they're if they're playing their way into shape. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't expect that to change, but I would love f- for it if it did. Um, it just seems like it's going to be multiple looks. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's going to be the story of the night. Uh, just doing their best and a little bit of, like, just kind of containment control uh, if Luke is having himself a night. Uh, however, you can kind of slow that down or at the very least just limit the ability of those around him Yeah. Uh, to try and make the young man do it all. <laughs> uh, we're going to need to control the ball well, really, like, for sure, really, really well in this game. Uh, the turnovers, I know I'm like a broken record on this. I keep bringing it up, but they it's keep staying the be- same to getting worse. <laughs> and it's a fair thing to be worried about. Um. <laughs> They, you know, like on the road, you got to take care of the ball. I feel like it's very hard to get momentum back in an opposing stadium. And they are top three in turnovers. We are bottom five. We average nearly five more turnovers a game than them, which is, I mean, that's a decent chunk of possessions. Yeah, that's a lot. This game seems like it could be close. Yeah. So this is going to be a big deal. We also need to hang with them on the boards. Battle of we're number two in total rebounding. Well, they're number four mm-hmm. pattern in our losses, and all of our losses we either tie or lose rebounds. Okay, uh, which I think and they're yeah they're top ten like that. They're top ten in both offensive and defensive rebounding. Luca and Chris Stapps combined for nineteen of their forty-seven a game. Okay, so with how I'm hoping Bev's real active in this one. Yeah, he's gonna have to be. Yeah, I'm surprised that. Luke is such a significant part of their rebounding. He's but their number one rebounder. <laughs> we know a thing or two about rebounding guards. Am I right? That's true. And then I really like this stat you found right before we started. Uh, yeah. So we'll talk to the, we'll talk about this one a little bit more in matchups. Um, but honestly, we just need to keep it close for four quarters and kind of let instinct and experience take over in the clutch. Yeah. The Mavs are good at a lot of things. Um, uh, you know they 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 shoot the ball well. They rebound well. Um, the record pretty solid right now. However, five. all of that falls apart in the clutch through the ten games that 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 they've played uh, under the ESPN designation of the clutch. They are five hundred. We are seven and three in such games. Hey. Um, so that's something that we'll get into a little bit more in the matchups. First, let's get into what could go wrong. So Luca gets contained, but. They have Chris Tapps. They have Chris Tapps. <laughs> Tim Hardaway can put up numbers. Dorian Finney-Smith is... uh it, 12 until their last game. Tim, Warren, Tim Hardaway had 31. Yeah. So, I mean, like, they're solid. They they have a solid, deceptively deep uh, bench. And anybody who listens to this podcast knows about the most dangerous man on the maths. Oh, yeah. Seth Curry. Seth Curry. Uh, he's a ball hawk. He's <laughs> he's a great defender. He plays good defense. He plays he plays good defense. We uh, know about his shooting. Solid shooter. Um, you know who's not going to be playing, which is good. And he's us. like, I'm sorry. I was like JJ Barea. Thankfully, probably not. He might actually make an appearance in this game. Yeah, just because he kills us every time he plays us. JJ does kill us. He's also been playing well in the two games, or it's <laughs> yeah, like it's very limited. Uh, they're kind of like the Clippers, and that if we trap Luca. 
and he's passing well and they're moving well, they can find someone who can knock a shot down. Yeah. At this moment in time. They're so they're just playing so well right now that it's how do you feel about Seth Curry on Lou Will? I think Lou's gonna be okay. All right. Hey, I just believe. <laughs> uh I think PG's defensive rustiness, if that is maybe a little worse than it has been. I think if it's the same as it has been, Oof. that's going to be an issue. They run a lot. They're hard to keep track of on offense. So everyone's going to have to be on point, and PG especially. So I'm, I'm hoping the rust is off a bit. And honestly, I think it will be just because, you know, we, we were kind of spoiled with the, that those offensive debuts he had. Yeah. Well, and what I'm looking in for in, in terms of rustiness is, like, it, you know, it, it hasn't necessarily been abysmal. There's just... There's a little bit of a He's sense just of getting used. Yeah, it, there's a little bit of a sense of like maybe trying to do too much. Uh, like he gets a little, okay. he gets maybe like a little anxious. You see him biting at pump fakes and stuff. You see him, um, just maybe not settled into like his defensive IQ and mindset. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what else could go wrong in this one? You had to know to hear about the center position. Yeah. So. I don't know if we'll see how much we'll see Boban. He's only played through seven of their games. He's listed as active. Um, Maxi's day to day though. Maxi, yeah, Maxi Kleba's day to day. I'm guessing that we'll mostly see Dwight Powell, but they do have some length, um, w- which they can kind of throw some different looks at people. I guess I'm kind of curious. In this, this is half a matchup, half what could go wrong. But <laughs> who's Chris Dapsgarden? I don't know. They got him at the four, so maybe I think he might guard PG. I think they'll try to put him on PG or Kawhi. Would ugh. they don't want him on Kawhi? I was gonna say I don't know if they want him on Kawhi. I mean, I don't think they really want him on PG either. Yeah, that's what's so great about this Clippers team. They might just try. And, no, I don't think so because then I think our wigs. I like our wigs in this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Got to give a shout out to Bobot. He might hurt us. Could. We've seen it before. Uh, so let's get into some key matchups. Luca versus everybody. Yeah. Yeah. This, I mean, it's going to be a team effort to stop him. What do we think Luca ends with in this game? 22, 6, and 8. Garbage compared to how he's been playing, so I like it. Um, yeah. What's that? Let's get into that clutch stat you had. Okay. Yeah. So Mavs, really solid team. Um, I don't have any super reason to doubt them, but one thing that does kind of fall apart in this sample size underneath the magnifying glass or magnifying scope, both I don't know. at the same time. I picture that part in Toy Story 2 when he's using the thing to fix the dolls. <laughs> <laughs> um, is the is that clutch stat that I mentioned earlier? Um, so I, I gotta go a key matchup is gonna be the cardiac clippers versus the Mavs? I, I don't know. You what got a nickname written is. here on the notes. Oh, clock artery Mavs. <laughs> uh, not a lot. Not a lot of of healthy arteries. I don't know, man. This was bad. You what? You swung. Uh, the Mavs are, as I said earlier, five hundred in clutch games. We're seven and three, uh, and and some things kind of fall apart. Mainly the three point percentage. They're kind of unable to rise to the occasion. Um, they dropped. They dropped to the 29th ranked three point shooting team in clutch situations, uh, with a meaty 16. percent Oof. Uh, well, we're chucking that up. Like thir- used to be our first quarters. We're chucking up 38, percent which is good hey. for for 10. So. So you, you know, say if it's close, 
we're going to be okay. If it's close, I'm I'm leaning clips. Okay. Um, Chris Taps versus PG or Bo. If Zubats gets switched onto him uh, on the perimeter, I think that might not go well for us. Mm-hmm. So we need to not that happen. But thankfully, I think our wings can do it. I think our bench... I mean, I think we will be able to rely on our bench's offense to bail us out. Uh-huh. Trez is on a tear right now. Yeah. Um, Lou's doing his thing. And yeah. I, just the, the the peripheral guys like Seth. You like I want to see them out like McGruber needs or McGruder, sorry, needs to do great. Jamichael needs to be great. We need a whole team effort on this one right now. Yeah. And I do think, you know, like while I did praise their bench earlier, I, I see their bench having trouble getting stops against this the offense of ours. Makes sense. What's your prediction for this game? Um I'm I'm thinking we take on a road thriller. Just because the huh. the Mavs are playing so well, but they've lost to the Knicks twice. I don't want to lose this game. Okay. We win this game one. I'm gonna say 119, 112 clips. Okay. I think. I think we drop this one. Interesting. I think it's close. I think maybe turnovers hurt us. They also don't let other teams get to the line very much. They're fourth in opposing team free throw attempts allowed. I think we maybe drop this one. It's close. You know, like 123, 119. All right. And then we destroy uh, the next day. But we'll get to that in tomorrow's podcast. Coming up after this, we've got Twitter Tuesdays. So welcome to Twitter Tuesdays. Hey. Before we start with these fantastic questions, we've got to give a shout out to Audible. Hey, they've got the world's largest selection of audiobooks and audio entertainment. Woo. Start listening with a 30-day Audible trial. Choose one audiobook and two Audible originals absolutely free. Awesome. Visit audible.com slash locked on NBA. Listen on the go. If you can't visit Audible right now, guess what, guys? You can find this as well as all the other fabulous Locked On offers from all the other fabulous Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcast.com slash offers. All right. So we have a pertinent question about Landry Shamit's injury from okay. at Mr. Swag and Bag. Don't want to know the story behind that. He says, I see Sham is showing up to games in street clothes. Were you guys able to see him walk? I didn't see crutches or a boot. So can we expect a sooner than expected return? Not that I want him to rush. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, he's walking around. He um, He's wearing shoes. No socks, usually. Yeah, he's wearing a lot of Givenchy low tops. <laughs> um, but no, he looks... He's not walking gingerly. He hasn't had the cane for a while. He... Um, I don't know if... Because I don't know if we can expect him sooner because there's no real timeline for ankle injuries. Yeah, that's the thing is we, we haven't ever... We, I mean, he's I'm not aware of... is what the team's saying. Yeah, I'm I'm not aware of a definite timeline uh, yeah. of any sort, but I'd be fine with two weeks. <sighs> we got a lot of away games, but it'd be nice to have him back in the lineup in two weeks. That'd be really really great. Yeah, I think I'd be okay with that. But no, he doesn't. There doesn't seem to be any setbacks. The team says he's progressing. He's yeah, progressing. we have yet. Charles and I have both yet to see him practice. So can't speak on like what yeah. it's looking like but he did have floor. that instagram post but um where he was dunking it said soon yeah um which we all know what that means soon soon uh at b steve 1107 
asked, with the way the starting unit has been playing with Mo, do you expect Shea to move to the bench when healthy? If so, how does that change the second unit dynamic? This is also Nathan Delgado's question. Uh, he asked how we thought the rotations will be once Sham comes back in with a full roster. Um, I think we're kind of split on this. I think it makes the m- most sense for Sham to go to the bench. Just offensively? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure where he goes in the starting lineup. I just... <laughs> Unless we go Bev, Sham. But then we have to have one of PG or Kawhi guard fours. Which they could do, though. So, I mean, Bev, Sham, Kawhi, PG, Zoo. That's nice. The defense obviously is not as good with the current starting lineup they're using. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think... I think it's interesting. I mean, does Sham get targeted a little bit more for sure? But there is definitely the there is the help to like to help him There's out. Three top ten defenders. Yeah, around him. Um, Plus zoo at the rim, which is really nice. I guess here's my thing. Here's my big thing. Um, I think that we should work Sham back in from off the bench and i think that we should oh okay let play decide to see what, what happens how the starting lineup goes you know because i i think that it would be the bench is nice with shaman on it the bench is very nice with shaman and there's just not that there would there's a whole lot of pressure on him necessarily offensively with paul george and Kawhi both on the floor in that starting lineup yeah but there is more pressure overall just to be efficient yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And, cause, and he's going to have to do more with less touches. Yeah. Because on the bench, it's, I mean, that bench is crazy good offensively. You got Lou, Shab, and then Jamichael. Jamichael. Trez. Trez. And pick. I mean, you want Gruder out there. You want. Yeah. So Magruder's kind of there for defense. Bo. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could go Pat, real Pat, crazy. I mean, you can do whatever you want. The craziest bench lineup would be. Lou, Sham, and then Mo, Jamichael, Trez. So Mo's not a starter anymore? Uh, yeah, no, I'd have to. I mean, just at some point. I guess that was like the full bench. Gotcha. That'd gotcha, be an gotcha. interesting small ball lineup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm also kind of interested in like going back to exploring some three-guard stuff with, uh, oh, with, with, Lou, with Lou, Sham, and Magruder. So you go Lou, Sham, Magruder, Jamichael, Trez? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I love about the defense. Yeah. It's all right. Who cares? But yeah, I mean, so you want to see you wouldn't mind sham it back in the starting lineup. No, no, but just, I just think I I just think in terms of usage and just like it seemed like he was kind of maybe having a harder start to this season, which I don't think is anything to read too much into. Shoot or shoot, sometimes shots don't fall. But he had the wrist thing too. And I yeah. think it's good to have the we I think a lot of people kind of just thought it was good to have this time. So he could totally get to all the way healthy. Not that he was really hurt, but there was, you know, he was wearing a wrap. Yeah. There was something going and on. And he would be getting, I mean, in, with, you know, within the way the, the pick and roll runs and the offense runs on that second unit, I mean, he would be still getting less touches than he's accustomed he's to. Get, he's getting some good shots. But he's getting like the quality of shots would be very if high. If Jermichael's shooting well and he's on that second unit with Shamit. There's a lot and of good space out in there. there. Like, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of good spacing to be had. So I think it makes the most sense on the on the second unit. And I, I don't know. 
We'll see. I like that working idea. And I think Doc will just kind of see what happens. Yeah. Um, thank you for those questions. I think it would be Steve. Uh, spheristical. I don't know how to... Cypheristical? Cypheristical. Wants to know where we'll be in the standings at the end of December. All right. Um... Pull the schedule up right now so we can get a full view of it. A lot of road games. So, end of December, we are going to have played the Mavs, obviously. Mm -hmm. Away to the Grizzlies, away to the Spurs, home to the Wizards. That's the beginning of December. Uh, we got... We also got the Trailblazers. We got the Bucks. Play the Wizards, Wizards again. Again, thank you for that NBA scheduling. That's actually kind of nice. Pacers, Raptors, Timberwolves, Bulls, Suns. We got the Rockets, Spurs, Thunder. Lakers on Christmas. The Jazz. Let me round it out with the Kings. Oh, man. We got some easier ones in there. We're third in the standings right now. I think we probably stay right around there. Yeah, that's what... 18 more games from now. Something like that. Um, I would be... With the vast majority on the road. Yeah, with, with the vast majority on the road. And let's not forget, also, there are one, um, two, three, four, four back-to-backs in that stretch. So let's assume that what we I did not I mean that bums me out. That we rest one of Kawhi or Paul George. And let's say the worst happens and we lose all four of those. <laughs> oh god. That puts us at uh what 14 and 4. Yeah. 14 and 4 or 14 and Yes, yeah, so that's 4 6. That would put us at 14 and 4 and oof. I hope that it's not much worse than that, to be perfectly honest with you. I think we'll be okay. If we went worse than 14-4 and four over that stretch, I would be a little bummed out. I mean, that's pretty good with a lot of away games. Yeah. I think we just want a couple games over 500 on the road. Yeah. 14-4 and four would be crazy good in this stretch. Yeah, it'd be really solid. That would um, put us at 20. And let's see how many. That would many... put us at 26 and 11. 26 and 11? I, I mean, I live with that. <laughs> yeah, you would live with it. That's so good. And then 14 and 4 is a better record than we have now. <laughs> and then, We're 12 and 5. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'd 14 like. 14 and 4 is too lofty. <laughs> I, I think it's too lofty. That's crazy. That's fair. Our current record's 12 and 5. We just had five games in a row. <laughs> Everybody's back now. Shamit's not. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just hope seeding why I think we remain in that third spot. I think there's some jostling. The Kings are getting better. Uh, the Suns are four and six in their last ten. But everyone at the top is playing well. Everyone is playing really well. Um, I certainly hope that we're not dropped out of a uh, a, a home seed. A home seed. I'm going to say though that we're probably we we take a little bit of a dip from where we're at right now. Maybe four. Possibly as low as five. Okay. Yeah, I can. See but this that. is kind of a this is a a bit of a brutal stretch. Um, it's a tough go. I mean, it's like not all against like as the hardest teams that we've been playing so far. But I think that those sort of stretches just do get grueling for sure. And, I mean, Christmas is going to be huge. That's going to be 
man, I hope our guys can do it. It's going to be a lot. It's after a long stretch of a lot of away games. Um, um, do you predict that at the end of December, the Lakers will still have a better record than the Clippers? No. Really? I don't. Wow. Okay. I do you care to elaborate? <laughs> I just believe. No. Um, I, I just have to think the minutes are going to catch up at some point. They've only played 16. Eh, I guess we've played 17. So the minutes are going to catch up. Um, Everybody plays 48 minutes. They're just. Well, I, I saw that. <laughs> there was a stat where, I mean, LeBron's playing an absurd amount of minutes. So is AD. While our guys, our two main guys, aren't. Yeah. Um, taking whole games off over here. <laughs> I just. It's got to break down at some point. They do. They did have a softer start to the schedule. Yeah. Ours gets easier, but it's all the road. I think the Lakers will I think but, that the Lakers will still probably have a better record than us in December, but the gap won't feel as large as it maybe does right now. Okay. Um we we were talking about this how like it it, it even though it's still so early like leads seem a little bit um It's only two and a half games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it seems but it feels like more, doesn't it? Like looking at 12 and 5 versus 14 and 2 feels a little different one thing that gives me pause for this upcoming stretch we are one and four on the road currently so but that's got to turn around at some point like to go one and four the whole rear you know i hope (laughs) wow charles just cursed the clippers that that one victory uh coming after this we got more twitter questions and maybe getting into the nba schedule talk okay cj ram clip wants to know if jonathan motley will ever be a bona fide power forward or center for the clippers Got to give this one a short. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. I, he's not. He's not shooting threes. He's shooting. Uh, he's putting up twenty and almost eight in thirty-three minutes a game in Agua Caliente. I will um, say he's I'll just s- no. He's just not. He's literally not shooting threes. So I well, think he's got to add that. I guess I'd have to give it the caveat of not this season. Yeah, no, definitely not this season. I don't know. He's got to add a three. He's gonna cr- add he's three. real energetic. Like he's very Trez like. Yeah. He's gotta add a three or we would have to lose a piece at the five. Which yeah, is he a- just said will he ever though. Not this season. Yeah. Definitely not this so season. So will he ever in eh, question mark maybe. to IDK? Yeah, I'm saying maybe, yeah. The automatopia, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This season, I'm yeah. not seeing it. No, no, no. Andrew Ma with an off season style question. If CP three gets bought out, would we pursue? I do not think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Um, well, it's kind of like we talked about this before with like Sean Livingston. I, I can't remember who else we talked about. I think he has a little more value than those guys. I do not. His passing is just still very good, is why I say that. And that would be great for this Clippers team. Can he pass out of a trap, though? I don't know. Probably not. Should he have the. Would you want. I'm saying compared to those other guys. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, unquestionably. That's what I'm saying about that. Unquestionably. Oh, but I'm not saying, like, no, I don't want him on the team. Yeah. It's, if not, you like had he's the... not like he's bringing championship experience, which oh. hurts to joke about. Oh. But, like, I don't know. It just would It seems like it would mess with chemistry, which I feel like is a kind of a lame thing to say. But Can you imagine him trying to yell at Lou Will about what <laughs> yeah, he should be doing like, on, I on defense? I Yeah, I, I just don't see it working. From a chemistry standpoint, I don't see it. I am thankful for everything CP3 did for this franchise. Oh, of course, and, but and it's one, another one of those things. Like I like the narrative idea of it, but the on-court product, I think, suffers. Not in 2019. Yeah. Uh, 
Longtime listener at Chenny John. Who Shout out Chenny John. We still need to meet at a game. We've been in the press box because the big dogs are all at the games now. Um, who on the Clippers is likely to overeat on Thanksgiving, and what dish is the cause of their gluttony? Ooh, I'll give you love. what immediately popped in my head. Zubat's mashed potatoes. Okay. Just crushing them with a bunch of gravy. Uh, I think it's Mo Harkless. I think that he... Uh, I mean, he's from New York. I'm imagining he possibly has a uh, like a bunch. He possibly has like a bunch of family that everybody meets up, and you have a bunch of dishes, so it's like really hard to tell which one you did fill up on the most. But I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, like the candied yams. Oh, interesting. I'm I I have zero evidence to back this up. <laughs> You're just guessing. But I think that Mo has a sweet tooth. I mean, I've never seen him eating any candy. I mean, there's candy outside the locker room. That, that's because that body's a microchip. You're not, you're not putting dust on there. But he somehow ha- okay. I don't get. I don't but get I think this logic. That, I think that in his off time, he may he might have a sweet tooth. You think it's the candy yams for Mo? Interesting. I feel like <laughs> I put a lot of thought into this. Maybe well, Doc and stuffing. That's fair. But I also might be thinking about that because my nephews watch a show called Doc, Doc McStuffins. So I think there's maybe some weird brain wires being crossed right now. Um, I'm thinking harder about this than some of the stats that we put in. I think, uh, <laughs> I don't know. What if it's just Kauai, classic turkey? <laughs> just a whole turkey. They have, there's a turkey and then there's Kauai's turkey. That's just the same size as the regular turkey. That's a good one. Uh, Chenny John, thank you for that question. All right, real quick, we got uh, two minutes to go over this. Thoughts on the 78-game schedule and the midseason tournament idea? <laughs> 78 games? Like, what's even? What are you even changing other than the midseason the tournament? Four thing? games. <laughs> what do you mean? What are they changing, dude? How will TV be able to continue? How will the NBA be able no, to I love continue the, without I mean, the money from those four a, games? There's a great tweet from a verified person who I can't remember, but the idea was 58 games. Every team plays every other team twice. Games are only on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, Sundays, or something like that. Yeah. I'm all for it. Um, I like the midseason tourney idea. All right. Why don't you run that down just real fast? So Give me the Chuck 30-second midseason tourney. This is copy and paste from the ESPN article. <laughs> uh, pre-round knockout games would be part of the regular season schedule. Six divisional winners based on home and road records in the group stage, and the two teams with the next best records would advance to a single elimination knockout round, league sources said. I don't fully grasp it, but in the big picture – like the FA Cup in the English Premier League is very cool. Oh, dude, this thing is making my head hurt. Well, I hate this idea. It gives teams that might not win the regular season a chance to be like, let's win this cup. Like, yeah, but for what? You can say that you're the best. You won the cup. Like, it's a, it could be a thing that after a few years, I think would have weight to it. Cause there could be, you know, you can play younger guys in the cup too if you wanna get, if you're a good team. You can get some experience for some younger guys who might not get play. That's a good point. I'm I do not like mad the, at this I, idea. I, I don't know of, how on earth it would work, but I'm not mad at it. I guess I do like the idea of like, while it may seem kind of like meaningless to us right now, just because we've put every t- piece of emphasis on one single cup. Yeah, on one single championship. Think of this: you get to see, you know, Fee and Terrence out there. More, Jer- or, you know, we all everyone wants more Jerome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it just would give, I like it as a developmental thing for maybe teams that are better and then lesser teams could be like, screw it, let's try to win this cup. Yeah, I'm coming around. 
Uh, just the way that it's set up seems a little confusing no, I, to me. I still try to read over You're it. You're going to have to write it. You're going to have to drop a diagram yeah. for me. But anyways, uh, that's all we got time for tomorrow. But we have a super special show for you guys tomorrow. We're going to be talking the recap over the Mavs. Hopeful victory. Uh, hopeful victory. We're going to be talking about the upcoming game against Memphis. Possible trap game. Who's resting, who's not. Uh, we'll have a What You Say Wednesday poll. And reportedly, sources say... <laughs> Uh, Clipperholic's own Brian Cullen will be joining us on the podcast. Yeah, it should be a good time. We also have a good shout out to Clip Show 7 on iTunes. Thank you for the five star review. Here's to a great, you know, here's a great rest of the season. Yeah. Cheers to you, Clip Show 7. Five stars to you, Clip Show 7. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate us uh, like Clip Show 7 did. We appreciate all the reviews we've been getting. You guys have been fantastic. Uh, let's hope we beat the Mavs. I have been positive, Chuck Wachler. And I'm William the Opinion Updike. Appreciate you. <laughs>